I love how there has been an emphasis within education recently, especially in classical circles, on restful learning. As I have pondered what rest means in my own life, not just in my home education, I return over and over again to the concept of resting from my own workings and attempts to earn God's favor by being awesome. My rest is found by relying on the accomplished work of Jesus Christ for my identity. The hard news that I will never be good enough drives me to repentance and humility, and the blessedly amazing news of grace drives me to doxological shouts of joy. Welcome to this week's installment in the Homeschool Conversations with Humility and Doxology Summer Audio Blog Series. Each week, I'm bringing one of my most popular blog posts straight to your podcast player. Pop in those earbuds while you're on summer road trips, sitting by the pool, or folding laundry for some extra homeschooling encouragement. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss a single episode. Season 8 will be coming your way in August and will kick off with a fan favorite, a listener Q&A episode. Send me your questions about homeschooling, parenting, or life in general via email, amy at humilityanddoxology.com, or DM me on social media. I'm at humilityanddoxology on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you're wanting even more homeschool goodness, join me in the Made to Homeschool community. You can get all the details at humilityanddoxology.com slash m2h. Today's audio blog episode is actually the first article I ever wrote and published a couple years before I even started my own website. It originally appeared in the spring 2014 edition of Greenhouse Magazine and can now also be found over on my blog. I'll put the link in the show notes. Welcome to Homeschool Conversations with Humility and Doxology, a series of interviews with real-life homeschool moms, dads, and other educators on all sorts of topics that affect our lives as homeschool parents. I'm Amy Sloan, a second-generation homeschool mom of five, and I am so delighted that you are here. Here on Homeschool Conversations, we'll discuss educational philosophy, family life, and more. Come chat with us. What if I told you that there was a way to incorporate freedom into your homeschool planning, a way to blend flexibility and a well-ordered day? Homeschool planning doesn't have to be scary. I have created a free homeschool planning guide to help you ask the right big picture questions to set your long-term homeschool goals, and it will also give you seven simple steps to craft a peaceful, orderly homeschool plan. If you want access to this free ebook, just head to humilityanddoxology.com slash homeschool dash planning dash guide or just click the link in the show notes. True Rest for the Weary Homeschool Mom, Humility and Doxology and Identity by Amy Sloan. The gospel gives hope to sinners because we have a perfectly righteous Savior who has obeyed on our behalf. The good news is for the guilty. The only provision given is in our faithful high priest. That is a paraphrase from a sermon I heard last night, but I could have heard it any other Sunday. We are blessed to be repeatedly reminded to cling to Jesus each Lord's Day. I love how there has been an emphasis recently within education, especially in classical circles, on restful learning. 
And as I have pondered what rest means in my own life, not just in my home education, I return over and over again to the concept of resting from my own workings and attempts to earn God's favor by being awesome. My rest is found by relying on the accomplished work of Jesus Christ for my identity. The hard news that I will never be good enough drives me to repentance and humility. The blessedly amazing news of grace drives me to doxological shouts of joy. Upon a life I have not lived, upon a death I did not die, another's life, another's death, I stake my whole eternity. That's an excerpt from a hymn by prolific 19th century Scottish hymn writer and pastor Horatius Bonar, and it has become my theme song, both my encouragement and my exhortation. In my conversations with other moms, so many of us express similar feelings of insufficiency and doubt, questions that we are somehow failing our children, and we harbor a secret fear deep down that somehow God is disappointed in us. In the face of such a calling as ours, how can we stand, not only in eternity, but even in the daily grind of life, if not upon a life we have not lived, and upon a death we did not die? 1 Corinthians 2, 1-5 sounds to me so much like many of my homeschooling days. Honestly, with five small children, I, like Paul says in verse 3, approach each new day in weakness and in fear and much trembling, while facing these young souls for whom I will one day be held accountable. As they all need me at once, and the laundry piles up, and assignments are undone, and my finiteness is ever more evident, I am often tempted to despair. Then I sing Bonar's hymn and remember that my standing before God rests in Christ alone. This is big theology that we sometimes take for granted, tempted to relegate it to a doctrinal pigeonhole as if it isn't practical for our everyday homeschool lives. The doctrine of justification, we might think, does nothing to get the spelling words tested, the dirty diapers changed, or the math lesson corrected. Yet knowing who we are in Christ is supremely practical. Paul continues, For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. My speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. If we could do this whole mom thing with ease, we'd be like the Pharisees who, not knowing they were sick and blind, didn't know they needed a physician. How good God is to bring us to a sense of the complete insufficiency of our own works, that he might demonstrate the Spirit's power and the sufficient work of Christ in our lives and as a testimony to our children. Mommy needs Jesus just like you do. I am telling them each day whether I struggle or I succeed. We can't do this in our own strength. My parenting and my homeschooling, just as much as my eternal destiny, rests upon a life I have not lived. Oh, fellow laborers in this monumental and, dare I say it, sometimes crazy work, how I wish I could wildly grin at you in person and remind you, as I often need to remind myself, your Heavenly Father is pleased with you. He delights in you, rejoicing over his people with singing. Zephaniah 3, 14-17 He doesn't love us because we're pretty awesome homemakers, as my dust bunnies can attest. He doesn't delight in us because our unit studies are the most elaborate. I mean, we have a kind of boring, no messy craft policy around here. And he doesn't sing because our kids are always obedient. Because, let's face it, we've all been the one bringing that kid to co-op at times. Our identity is found in the perfection of Christ. 
When God looks at his people each day, he sees the perfect life Christ has already lived and the atoning death he died, and he is perfectly and completely pleased and delighted with who you are in Christ. How would it transform those niggling feelings of guilt, insufficiency, shame, and fear if we meditated on this truth? What do our children see each day, our our husband, all those others whose approval we seek? Are we trying to be the perfect homeschool mom, afraid of not picking the right curriculum, missing the perfect experiment or hands-on opportunity, or being the one whose not-so-perfect kid is running around like a crazy person at the church picnic? Do others see a whole bunch of us trying to be amazing, or do they see a lot of glorying in Christ in the midst of insufficiency? How do we view our own daily labors? Do we see them as drudgery, a burden, an overwhelming and impossible task? Or do we see that they are beautiful and important, not because we are awesome and worthy, but because Jesus, our Savior, is awesome and worthy? Who God is and what he has done directly impacts not only how God sees us, but also how we should see ourselves. It speaks truth to our, at times, frazzled emotions and confused minds. For in all of life, on merit not my own I stand, on doings which I have not done, merit beyond what I can claim, doings more perfect than my own. May these truths transform our hearts, lift us up from despair, and exhort us to lives worthy of the gospel of Christ. Friends, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to take a screenshot and share the podcast in your Instagram stories. Tag at Humility and Doxology when you share, and I'll send you a code for $5 off anything in my shop. Until next week, happy summer and happy homeschooling. Thanks for listening in on this week's Homeschool Conversation. For show notes and links to all the resources we discussed, head to humilityanddoxology.com slash homeschool-conversations. And if these episodes are an encouragement to you, would you take a moment to leave a rating and review and to share it with your friends? I am so thankful that you are here on this adventure with me. Let's repent of our constant striving, relish the joy of learning, and rest in the work of Christ on our behalf. Stand fast, my friends.